Dr. Mouse Project, Session 7, Reading and Personal Study. Preparing for your healing prayer sessions. There are primarily three ways God heals emotional wounds, traumas, and ungodly inner vows of self-protection. One way is through reading and meditating on Scripture. Simply by praying and hiding God's Word in your heart, as King David wrote, you can gain freedom and healing. Another way is through friends and family who minister to you. It is as if the Holy Spirit is speaking through a loved one who helps you break free from a hurt or hindrance that holds you back from freedom and joy. The third way is through inner healing ministry. Spiritual gym referrals to biblically-based healing prayer or inner healing type ministries are important for each person who desires to be trained and commissioned as a hope bringer. Hope bringers need to be able to uncover the deeper issues of various types of hurts and shame. Left undetected and not dealt with, hurt and shame create varying degrees of spiritual apathy or death. A hope bringer cannot recommend for someone to go through an inner healing process if they themselves have not been through it. Therefore, we highly recommend that hope bringers training in a spiritual gym go through biblically-based prayer counseling such as Theophostic, Sozo, Restoring the Foundations, or other mainline prayer counseling. The other reason, and more importantly, is for personal inner healing. We have never met a person without any hurts or shame. God desires to heal, and His healing power is available through prayer. He also has designed life so that His healing power flows through His children to one another. To think that we never need to trust anyone in order to be healed is deceptive. Healing comes when you trust someone to pray for you and be a vessel of hope used by God. There is love and community in that approach. We have seen many breakthroughs of transformation and healing when we are surrendered to God and humble before each other. Asking for healing prayer is an act of humility that God honors. We're not saying that God only heals this way. We are saying that He is pleased when you humbly ask for healing prayer. Referrals to prayer counselors are encouraged and expected. We also recommend that written permission be given so that a trusted friend from the spiritual gym can be in direct communication with the professional prayer counselor regarding the progress of the counselee. This sense of community-based healing helps speed the process of healing and provides a profound sense of trust between spiritual gym members when it is done with love and collaboration with a Christian prayer counselor. Please visit our website at docamasproject.com or ask your facilitator for a list of Christian prayer counselors in your area. Use the following questions to prayerfully identify areas to use as a starting point for your healing prayer session. List three to five issues that you face right now that if solved would get you to the level you want to be at in business or in your personal life. These could be things like getting the word out to prospects, getting your contractor's license, having a revenue model you are confident in, feeling better about yourself, making the right kind of connections, difficulty with a work associate, conflict with your spouse, overcoming difficult emotions, etc. List three to five issues that you face right now that if solved would get you to the level you want to be at in business or in your personal life. These could be things like getting the word out to prospects, getting your contractor's license, having a revenue model you are confident in, feeling better about yourself, making the right kind of connections, difficulty with a work associate, conflict with your spouse, overcoming difficult emotions, etc. How often do you have negative thoughts or feelings toward yourself? What are the main ones? How often do you have negative thoughts or feelings toward others? 
What are the main ones? How often do you have negative thoughts or feelings toward your situation? What are the main ones? How often do you have negative thoughts or feelings toward God? What are the main ones? How often do you feel stuck or unsure what to do? What patterns seem to occur on a regular basis that you find frustrating or troubling? Do you enjoy God? What are the barriers in your heart to enjoying God? Characterize your prayer life and study of the Bible. After your session, be sure to make notes in your prayer journal of what happened and document any areas of breakthrough. You will want to keep these notes and refer to them from time to time in order to give thanks to God for His healing power. Preparing for Repentance and Renunciations This section is about nullifying sinful agreements made by you or anyone in your family heritage. This is an important step in removing spiritual hindrances from your life. The Bible says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, Philippians 2.12, and if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness, 1 John 1.9. Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven, Matthew 16, 18. It will take about 30 minutes per person to complete this process. We recommend being in a team of two or three people. Matthew 18, 20 says, For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Each person will take a turn. Important, make sure that each person is a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ by asking them to state that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12.3. Each person will read aloud the entire prayer of renunciation while the others stand by in prayer support and encouragement. They are also to listen to the Holy Spirit and use discernment for each line item of the renunciations. If you are the one doing the prayer of renunciation, then your procedure for each line item is to 1. Read each line as a prayer and speak it with conviction and authority. Please do not speak loudly since there may be others in the room doing the same process. Instead, speak quietly, but with a firm and commanding tone of voice. 2. If you or someone on your team discerns something of importance in your spirit, then circle the number next to that item or make a note of that item and continue. 3. Keep going until you are done with the entire prayer. 4. Review any items with check marks or notes and then continue to affirm your renunciation of these items for the next few weeks on a daily basis. Be sure to speak words of truth as well. For example, I have renounced the fear of financial failure and I now walk in the truth that Jesus is my provider, protector, and strong tower. Note, remember it takes 140 repetitions of a truth proclamation to create a new neural pathway in your brain. When it is appropriate, you can stop saying the renunciation and just proclaim truth. For example, I walk in the truth that Jesus is my provider, protector, and strong tower. 5. You will experience a new level of freedom by following this recommended approach. Repeating your proclamations of truth is important to establish them firmly in your mind. When you renounce a sin or sinful agreement, a transaction takes place immediately in the spiritual realm. The next step is to renew the thought patterns of your mind. According to brain research experts, this renewal of neural pathways takes approximately 140 repetitions in order to be firmly established. For example, an adult believes, I am a shameful mistake. 
They repent of that belief and receive an upgraded thought of, I am God's child, he loves me and even delights in me. They proclaim the upgraded thought over and over again. At some point, they actually start to believe it. With further repetition, it becomes a conviction of belief. It can take up to 140 repetitions in order for a new neural pathway of belief to be formed. How many proclamations of truth and how often you repeat them is up to you and your team members to help you figure out. Use wisdom and revelation from the Holy Spirit to guide you in this process. 2 Corinthians 10, 4-6 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Our weapon is truth, and Satan's weapon is lies. Our weapon is righteousness. Satan's weapon is wickedness and temptation. Our weapon is peace. Satan's weapon is adversity. Our weapon is salvation, and Satan's weapon is condemnation. Our weapon is faith, and Satan's weapon is fear and temptation. Our weapon is the word by the Spirit, and Satan's weapon is accusation. The demonic realm is no fun to talk about, but it is real, and you need to know that Satan and his demons use deception to entice, infect, and destroy. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. They utilize common access points to bring harm to people. These common access points are fear, hate, sexual sin, the occult, and rebellion against God. One form of deception they use is to convince people that demons don't exist. Well, it is easy to see their evil influence. Just read the newspaper. So use the following prayer to break off any access points to your life and walk in holiness. The following prayer of renunciation covers the vast majority of iniquities that are passed down through the generations. It is very important to nullify the contracts that were made by you or your ancestors that can hurt you, your family, and future generations. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Exodus 25-6 The power of the Lord is available to nullify the legal access to your life that the devil and his demons may have. Many people have experienced a sense of freedom, feeling lighter, physical healing, and emotional healing after praying prayers of renunciation. This particular prayer is comprehensive by design. We believe that generational heritage is vast and largely misunderstood. A single comprehensive prayer of this nature is not only appropriate, but needed in such a sinful world. It takes very little faith to recognize that evil exists in the world. Legal access is given to the enemy of our souls through our actions and attitudes. In the Bible, the enemy is referred to as Satan the deceiver, or the devil. He and his fallen angels, or demons, can afflict and impair your well-being. This legal access is made possible through acts and attitudes of sin and iniquity. Many people are confused about the difference between sin and iniquity. Simply stated, sin is a single act or thought of disobedience to God, but iniquity is a pattern of repeated disobedience to God. 
The Bible is clear that Satan is a legalist and takes advantage of legalities that grant access to af- <laughs> The Bible is clear that Satan is a legalist and takes advantage of legalities that grant access to afflict and destroy. There are markers of this legal access that we commonly call curses. The following list shows some examples of what it may look like when or if you are under a curse. Typical manifestations of legal access to your well-being or curses. You cannot solve your own problems in the context of civil law. You continually do not get justice or have to fight for what is right in basic business deals and other relationships of life, even family relationships. Your authorities who are supposed to support you end up undermining your efforts. Money is devoured before it gets to you. A devouring of assets or capital for investments. This loss limits your ability to give the way you believe God has designed you to give. Promises by others are continually broken. You often lack the key resources that are required to do what God is calling you to. You are not able to put together the package of success that God has called you to. You cannot earn what you are worth. You are consistently exploited by all kinds of leaders. You don't have the opportunity to develop the God-given abilities within you. You are so busy putting out fires, so busy serving someone else that you cannot develop the call of God on your own life. A devouring is manifested by things, health, and relationships breaking in a seasonal manner at a particular time or in a pattern related to time. Health, possessions, resources, and or money are devoured for no particular reason. Your institution is destroyed from within by betrayal of trusted members. The same people who are supposed to be in a trusting relationship with you turn around and rob you. You are confined to mediocrity in a group setting. You seek control by creating rules for yourself or others to follow. You manipulate through sympathy stories, blame, or pitting people against each other. You have the same types of battles over and over and over again. However, when we break the legal access to our well-being by repenting, renouncing, and proclaiming the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, then legal access or curses are broken off of us. God's blessings are then free to flow. You are not a perfect person and will occasionally sin. God is faithful and will forgive you of your sins. However, living a pattern of iniquity through intentional sin will open up an access point for Satan and his demons to torment you and future generations. That is why living a holy life is so important. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse does not come to rest. Proverbs 26.2 The prayer of renunciation will not only break the chains off of you, but also educate you to the most common sins that create the legal access for Satan to torment you. Jesus Christ sets you free. With freedom come blessings. You must simply trust and obey Him to receive His blessings. Examples of blessings God releases when legal access to your welfare or curses are broken off. You have basic security from intrusion and devouring in your life. The legal system works for you. You can normally expect to be treated fairly and justly. You have secure boundaries and the freedom to expand as God directs. You are able to enthrone the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. The kingdom of God is established in your sphere of influence and land. The manifest presence of the Lord keeps devourers away. 
you can systematically develop the areas of greatest potential in your life. You have the freedom to accumulate resources from year to year and from generation to generation. You can be a person of destiny within the context of a synergistically life-giving community. You can establish a social structure that synergistically releases life into the culture. God partners with you to possess your spiritual birthright. You sense God's partnership with you. You experience God's favor, which is infinitely greater than working hard for little return. You are known for your integrity, dependability, and peace. You overflow with faith, hope, and love. Please review the repentance and renunciation prayers in the next section so that you understand what we will be focusing on. It is important to just read them briefly because you should not do the renunciation prayers by yourself. These will be done in the next session in groups of two or three with people who will be interceding and standing in agreement with you. There is some big breakthrough coming in the next session. Session 7 Wrap-Up. Lori just shared with you how to prepare for your inner healing prayer session. Um, Personally, I've had over a dozen of these inner healing prayer sessions, and each time I find a new level of freedom, uh, lies get exposed, wounds get exposed, Jesus breathes life into them, healing, truth, uh, really refreshing and amazing. I highly recommend the inner healing prayer process. You're going to want to go to somebody that's recommended. We have a list of those recommended resources uh, on the website. When you log in, you can check that out. Um, Also, you may know somebody that does inner healing prayer ministry, and that's fine too. It's just very important that you engage in this process. Uh, Also, uh, Lori read to you how to prepare for the repentance and renunciations exercise that's coming up. Uh, That's the next group activity in session eight. And as you engage in that, uh, again, another very important foundational piece is that exercise. Um, Some people are kind of hesitant to start off this process, but what we found is that once they go through that, they're really glad they did. To find out more about the Docomas project, community, and events, please visit docomasnetwork.org. The Docomas project Spiritual Gym Playbook Version 2 was written by Larry and Lori Hill, copyright 2016.